Welcome back to The Check-In. On today's episode, we sit down with Beloved Son, the collaborative project between Sol Galliano and an artist named Yu to discuss their debut record, Crying Around and In Color. We talk through how the two met, their experimental sound, and airdropping strangers, their album, amongst the much more. Check out the project if you haven't already, and enjoy the interview. Well, first, uh, let me have y'all introduce yourselves. All right. To the people listening. <laughs> All right, they them first. Mm-hmm. They them All right, first. I am, uh, <laughs> <laughs> right. First. right. Uh, I'm So Galliano, and that's it, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. My name is you. Right. My pronouns are they, them, and we are beloved son. We are beloved son. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, belo- beloved son first. Congratulations on the album coming out. Thank you. Uh, thank you. It's got to feel good. Right. It does. It feels like a big release. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, tell me a little bit about the journey because I've seen the video you posted about how you manifested this. Right. Oh, Rapper. Right. Yeah, so the end of last year, like beginning of this year, I decided I wanted to start this journey of finding clarity for myself because I was in a space of not really knowing what I wanted to do with my life, no longer knowing what I liked. Um, And that was frustrating, but also kind of exciting because I felt like there was a lot of space to figure out and make those sort of statements to the world. Like, okay, let's start with something small and something that I've always been interested in and has happened to me a few times before was having my voice featured on other people's albums so I was like okay I've done this before I know it's possible let me just throw this one thing out into the universe and see what happens with it this is one thing that I can make small concentrated efforts towards creating um and then this came about and it became both of our album um not just uh my voice featured on one which i thought was pretty fantastic fantastic getting more than i asked for yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but it did start that way though because mm-hmm. i remember i was like all right send me send me like what you've done before and like they sent me the got me like a hypnotist right you dance mm-hmm. and so i just started like making the beat and like all right this let me let me try to do a house beat or a dance because right. you know like mm-hmm. i'm like i'm hip-hop head you know so like mm-hmm. but i just wanted to take this time to just experiment and like so I made that. They loved it. I was like, all right, bet. And I, I think just, like, being inspired by that just kind of, like, you know, led the way to other things. The whole project, actually. So yeah. Right. Yeah. The moment so, they so. sent me that, I started freaking out. I was like, this sounds fantastic. <laughs> right, right, And right, I think right, that, right. Hi- like, hype kind of sustained itself because yeah. I think the next day or the day after, uh, the day after that, it was, it like, was like... It was, like, day after day after day. I was like... Right. I think after that night, I made, like, two to three beats or something. I sent mm-hmm. two to three songs ideas and like, mm-hmm. you know, daylight songs or whatever they liked. And yeah, it was like day after day after yeah. day. Mm-hmm. Bro. And like, that's... It was like, this is so fucking tight. You, <laughs> y'all didn't even that. know each other. Essentially. Yeah, like... Well, the... the the a few days before we made the song yeah, we had met in person for the first time yeah. uh, right. at ascendance uh, and we party. spent that weekend yeah this shit, so. exactly so we had known each other for a few days right. and but the creative energy was kind of like always there Crazy. right like mm-hmm. we was both like 
down. Like, I never met somebody so down to do shit. I'm like, I always hear about musicians getting in the studio and all this magic happening, you know, but I never really be <laughs> in the studio with people, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But just, like, them being so down, I was like, all right, this is probably what this feels like. This, mm-hmm. like, new energy, you know? I never yeah. tapped into that before, so. Yeah, because that's yeah. what I was going to ask you, too. Like, I know a lot of your music, um, you do everything. Yeah, You know, you're much. writing, you're producing, you're, you're uh, making the music. It's all you. Pretty so, much, yeah. Um, yeah, doing it as a duo, yeah, collaborating with someone else on a full project. Like, what was that process like for you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, there was moments where, like, I remember I sent them two songs, right? Because I, I was like, all right, let me get into my little dance. And I, I started trying <laughs> to do the little flows. And so I was like, mm, maybe on, maybe we'll hold this back. <laughs> I was like, ooh, no. my little heart. But I think... Um, <laughs> I don't know, man. I, this taught me a lot about just, like, when to take control, like, when to take leadership, not even control, leadership, and when to, like, just listen. And it, I know that their criticism was coming from a place of wanting, you know, like, it, it was coming from a pure place, not, so I didn't take anything too personal, you know. It stung at first, <laughs> but after, like, this thing, and I was like, all right, we're building right now. This is, like, a collaboration. Like, you know, sometimes I see the vision, sometimes I don't. Sometimes they see the vision, sometimes <laughs> they don't, you know what I'm saying? They go right, <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, like, yeah, it was pretty dope just the way it came together, so. Right. Yeah. And yeah. I think it was kind of a different process for me as someone who, has very little to zero experience making right. music before right. this. Like, I had made my own spoken word stuff, um, and I like again had been on other people's projects, but I never was deep in the the process of right. creating an album. So I think I was very open. At, at, maybe not at first. I was a little scared of criticism, and I told no, them that. I, I was like, yeah. you know, because these are my words. Like, they're precious to me, and I think that's right. always been my thing with poetry because it's always for myself, right? right? I'm I'm not really open to hearing what other people have to say about it. If it resonates, it doesn't type vibe. But I think it was really easy with Soul um, to hear criticism and to be guided into rapper territory which is something that was very new for me i was terrified like i was shaking in my little platforms like right but every time they killed it though every time i was like you sure you ain't rap before because these pockets bro like got real cozy it got real cozy in the pockets You think you're going to continue making music now? You caught caught a little bug? Yeah. Yeah. I think... We just made a song, like, in the cafe. We did. (laughs) When we were were waiting in a cafe, um, just getting ready and kind of, like, trying to relax before this. And a a song was on. Yeah, and and I was saying, it was, like, a little guitar loop. mm -hmm. And I was just, like... Put them drums right. to it. And I make started a humming melody. to it. I was like, all right, but mm-hmm. this we is started our next like, song. Like, like freestyling to it together, which is something Soul taught me how to do. Hey. Or it's right? just the <laughs> fact that I, like, that's too, man. Just like, um, I guess sometimes I'm not the most confident in what I do, you know? And so, like, even with this process, it's like, all right, I'm the one that has all these years of experience. Like, mm-hmm. this is like someone new, like, uh, almost like kind of like teacher student type situations like okay how do you lead like how do you explain this mm-hmm. like right. even learning how to do that was like new for me you know mm-hmm. and like also affirming as well like I do know what the fuck I'm doing mm-hmm. you know so Thank yeah you. yeah Word. yeah no I think I, I think for a lot of artists that can be true where it's like you've been doing it for years and you are a master of your own craft but until you get a, a lens outside of your own to see right. it Right. You know, you get into your own head about it. The entire uh, majority of the project was created 
while we were in our like respective areas. So yeah. I was still in New York. They're still in um, New Orleans. Um, but we had one studio session here in New York at Pirate Studios. Um, and we actually added two more songs yeah. to the album yeah. in that studio session. We just blocked out 10 hours of the day yeah. and just like right. spent the whole thing spiraling. And it definitely added like a whole new layer right. to our creative like relationship. Yeah. Um, just like being able to pull things out of thin air in real time is a much different experience. Both are powerful right. yeah. and unique, but I think that really like had everything feel concrete and real. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even like the setting up too that was new for me. I was like, how do I plug my computer <laughs> into yeah. this thing? Hearing the music from the speakers in the actual studio was a new experience for mm-hmm. me. Like me doing this and not anybody else. It's like, all right, I'm the engineer. Right. I'm the producer. Like, step into your role. It was like pretty chill. Yeah. Because you create mostly at home. Yeah. I'm, uh, yeah. That's pretty much 99%, 100% of the time. Actually, so. <laughs> yeah, it was really cool stepping into the studio. And yeah, like you said, like pulling those songs out of nowhere. So I think that process is cool if y'all live in separately yeah creating separately sharing ideas back and right. forth mm-hmm. uh and then how that dynamic changes once you're together right mm-hmm. yeah and even like just creating separately too and being in our own spaces to have our own creativity right. is different than being a person and like you know just like being like oh that idea is and eh, whatever like real time is it's like super fast mm-hmm. you know there's no time to really sit on it. it's like all right we're just chipping away this works this doesn't this works this doesn't and then mm-hmm. until it works so, yeah yeah and we I, we all we end up talking a lot about location on that 97 mm. um which i think adds to kind of like the dynamic energy that y'all or anybody brings to a record where you know you're in new orleans there's a very unique uh, special energy yeah. and sound and, and influence and, and legacy that that comes out of New Orleans right. and then coming from the Bay, being in Brooklyn. Right. Like. There's a song on Art Hose that now that you mentioned the Bay, I feel like I can admit this to yeah. the public. That part, I have a little ad lib yeah, that no, I totally stole influence. from Blueface. Blueface, baby. They, you know how he always goes, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> totally jacked that from him. And I told him, I, I told Soul, I'm going to make it my own now. Now I'm the. Uh, like nobody face. listens right. to Blueface right. anymore, so you're good. Right, exactly. <laughs> I, I, I'm I'm the, the new manifestation of the Blueface energy. <laughs> <Yeah>. So. <laughs> Did you grow up listening to Bay Area hip hop? No, actually, I grew up listening to a lot of Christian and yeah, country music. Interesting. Yeah, so I wasn't allowed to listen to much else besides like Disney, Christian, and country until I want to say it was like deep into my teenage years. Yeah. Mm. And then even after that, there was kind of like a disinterest in much else. I want to mm. say until I got into like 19, 20 years old, mm. just because. I feel like I didn't have that same attachment to popular media as a lot of people. Um, so learning about music histories, like specifically about rap and house, that's all something that's e- unfolding even now. Yeah. Um, which I kind of appreciate. I kind of appreciate having that um, that understanding of it. I, I really like to learn about the music that I'm engaging with, and especially now that I'm creating it. I want to bring like that sort of, Right. respect to it um 
So yeah, but I I do like I did catch up and do <laughs> listen right. now to a lot of Bay Area rap. <laughs> so I feel like that's uh, half of what I play. You send me all these songs. I'm like, right. what am I listening to? I call it asshole right rap. Oh, yes. asshole rap. I'm like, oh, you want to feel hype? Uh, right. Let me see you send and me I some Mike Sean real quick. Yeah. It's very effective. It is. I'll yeah. send you some after this. Right. Send me some asshole rap. <laughs> I will. I'll play some on the show. Right. Yes, please. It, <laughs> <laughs> it does have its place. But speaking of like the actual music and the sound of the record, like I think mm. it is what, when you first sent it to me, I appreciated how kind of all over the place it was right. <laughs> was that always kind of like let's make a genreless project or did that just kind of come well at first it was like i wanted to make like house disco just something that i'm not used to making and like yeah. you know just to have fun and not to get so like sad boyish on my shit you know <laughs> yeah. what i'm saying but after that I, I just started like gravitating towards things that made me feel good as far as sound so like it just became what it became naturally right. you know like Maybe one of the days I was produced, I wasn't feeling nothing. So, like, that's when crying around in color, like, happened. I mean, crying in color happened because I was, like, sad as fuck that day. Mm-hmm. Used that piano. I was like, all right, I just started rapping my little feelings, you know. Then you dance, you know. Like, it was, like, different energies throughout. So, I think the the fact that it sounds so all over the place is just reflective of what was happening in those times, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, it did, definitely became, like, just... Like, on purpose, but not on purpose. You know, it's just, it is what it is. Like, purposefully allowing those sort of different energies to manifest on the record. Yeah, because it did start as wanting to do House, like we mentioned earlier. You Dance was the first song that came about. Um, And that was, like, the first idea. I believe they texted me the next day. They're like, you know, I'm going to fly out to New York and we'll make a a three-track House EP right now. Like, don't play with me. I'm like, let's do it then. Um, and I don't even know when it shifted. Probably instantly, knowing us. We went into, like, that that day spirals, like, day after day. It's, like, three songs, not four. I remember posting on IG. Every time I got, like, excited, I'm like, here's a little snippet, here's a little snippet. (laughs) All of a sudden, it's, like, five songs. Right, and now we got 11. Then Mm -hmm. it became 11 out of nowhere, bro. So it's just definitely just making stuff. Mm -hmm. Just reflective of, like, our curiosity um and our own taste too because i think our music taste is all over the place as well and i agree with what soul said i think it really did become okay what feels good right um as opposed to what sounds good what do we want this to fit into it's like what do we want to feel what do we want this experience to be yeah Mm -hmm. it's interesting too because that you that it started with house because House is having a little moment right now. Right. It is. No, when I saw Drake, and I'm like, we tapped the yeah. fuck in. No. We tapped in. like. Because the thing is, where that came from is for the past few years, I mean, I lived in a queer artist co-op with a bunch of DJs. Yeah. So my appreciation for House came about through that, um, kind of in the queer Brooklyn scene, um, going to a lot of like parties. Yeah, where it's been alive. Right, it, where it's been alive for a cute little moment. I even made a song uh, with my little crew back in 2020 um, right. where I did like some house vocals. And, uh, you know, especially being with DJs, like, you should, like, what do you mean? Like, hop in the studio with me, like, you would be perfect for house vocals. Um, so that's where that came from. And so to now to see, like, it getting 
appreciation from like the general public i think is really awesome and it does feel good that we like okay like let's make a house ep and now all of a sudden right it's like little affirmations right if it feels like tapped into like some collective memory that happens i Mm -hmm. find that like little moments like that happening quite often not Mm -hmm. often but like when it happens i'm like tapped in Mm -hmm. yeah some some in the air right something's in the air and i can smell it right facts facts no it is it's it's really um cool to to see that happening now also you know if you're being honest like a lot of the the zeitgeist or pop culture comes from that underground queer scene so like uh yeah it's there's a direct correlation between okay that shit's popping off and then it's gonna hit Right. Mainstream at some Definitely point. Definitely the bubbling over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and we've talked about it a little bit. I've talked about it with friends of just like um people want shit to dance to right now. People right. want right. to get outside and right. and it's enjoy. <laughs> and I think it's cool saying you were saying that those DJs that you lived with and whatever were telling mm-hmm. you that your uh your voice and writing or whatever mm-hmm. would work well on house and I think that that's interesting because i felt that listening to the project of you know a lot of the lyricism or even some of the songs can be very meditative mm-hmm. um and I, and that does come through in like house music a lot where it's mm-hmm. uh, you know repetitive right repetitive yeah. like the same refrain right. kind of catching uh mm-hmm. in your ear and i think that that's that it's a cool uh you know marriage between a uh one meditative line mm-hmm. um that then you can just loop and right. play with and dance mm-hmm. to it. Yeah. Yeah. yes yeah meditation yeah yeah and mm-hmm. i can t- i can imagine uh y'all sending voice notes back and forth or whatever and, and <laughs> catching one line and being like when oh, you play off this yes no for real because i think there was a point we weren't even facetiming like a lot of it took place over Everything. text like, right, right we would just like go into our own little bubble for a cute little moment right. like i uploaded right, right, this right. to the google drive go mm-hmm. check it out mm-hmm. three little ideas so what you think yeah exactly Right. Um, so there were a lot of those moments where I'd be like, voice memo, send it off. Right, do something with it. Yeah. Yeah. All right, chop this. Up. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> exactly, that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that shit was cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that your first time kind of playing with someone else's vocals like that? Uh, no, no, no. I feel like I've tried doing that with like a friend's vocals before, but as far as like I said before, just working with somebody this like close and just like. The, the back and forth was crazy, bro. Like, it's like you did not have a life after work. It was just like, <laughs> wow. Shit. No, I really like, didn't have a life no. though. I would work <laughs> and I swear I would run home so excited. Right, I like, felt like a little kid. Yeah. Like, it's like, we got this song to work on. Right, right, no, right. for real. It was crazy. And then do that until I went to bed type thing and stay up late and be tired. Next morning, like, all over again. Right, right. Like, don't trip. I'm about to go work, but I'll tap back in soon. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so that was that was pretty cool having that. That's mm-hmm. special. I mean, that Very. energy doesn't um, come that often at all. Yeah, that's so why I'm glad that like people like that listen to the tape are having these like sort of reactions to it because it feels like we were able to put that energy that like that moved us and shit onto mm-hmm. music, and I know mm-hmm. how like rare that is. So it just feels good that like okay, even if it moves, you know, it cannot be destroyed or created, but it moves and mm-hmm. it lives like. In music, you feel me? So yeah, yeah, it was pretty, pretty cool. Yeah, what are the reactions? Been? I know you. They all have been uh, 
airdropping this shit. <laughs> this is the market Somebody airdropped me back and was like, who's this? <laughs> <laughs> so I got to get yes. off the train. For the past like three or four days, we've been on the train airdropping it. We pulled up to Spotify headquarters. Right, right. We actually tried to get into Spotify headquarters. I was like, can you give us a tour or something? Right. Like we're, you know, we're, we're approaching it from all different angles. Right. Uh, but it's actually been pretty cute airdropping it. We got a few responses. Someone came up to us on the train platform and showed us they were listening. Right. They're like, I'm really into this right now. Right. No, and that was super affirming and cute. Someone DM'd us on Instagram saying that it was a good idea and they liked it. Yeah. We actually ended up um, airdropping it to an acquaintance of mine that I wasn't aware of. <laughs> I was on the train just being yeah, like, soul was airdropping on the train. Suddenly I get a DM and they're like, oh, like I just got your airdrop. Up. like you uh, sound great uh, <laughs> right Lord. so little things like that yeah. and I think the most affirming part has just been acquaintances or people that I know from different parts of the world reaching out being like thank you so much for sharing right. I think especially because this is very new to me this right. is like obviously a very new expression of myself so the fact that people are welcoming it with open arms I think is the biggest affirmation for me personally right. and the fact that they're enjoying it is obviously you know yeah that's, that's great <laughs> i like the um i like to hear those responses and i also think the project is cool because i mean like we're saying it's meditative you can feel that energy that y'all brought mm -hmm. to it um and and it's i mean it's on the you know calling it uh crying around it in color brings it into an emotional uh <laughs> right. sad vibe but it honestly feels fairly uplifting and like right. A, right. Uh, a lot of uh you know talk talk about love and and things of that nature that like feel warm yeah um it doesn't feel sad <laughs> yeah 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 definitely like when um when the title came i think we was having like very heavy conversation and i had like said that while look like we were at the park and I just said that looking around like you know like really like some cliche poetic shit but yeah. I was just like this is what it feels like life is this like life is sad and life has its moments and I'm really just thankful that like how warm it could be you know mm. so I remember the exact moment because I was saying that I was grateful to be in New Orleans because of how green everything was and how mm. vibrant all the mm. colors were mm. and how like even if you're sad out here right there you go. Right, right, and then right. Soul said something about mm -hmm. crying around it in color. Right, I was right, like, right. you snapped. I'm putting that in my <laughs> journal. Right. Y'all are just having conversations and taking notes. Right. And Literally. It's just yeah. like... We're, Two really riders walk into a bar. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Twin type shit. Right. For real. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Right. Well, thank y'all for coming. Oh, thank, thank you, man. Matt. Beloved thank you. son. Right. right. Beloved son. Out now. Everywhere, <laughs> every single catch place us you air dropping this shit to y'all. Right. Yo, literally in the city and near you. Soon. Right? Maybe oh. we should go on tour, air dropping it. Oh, <laughs> that would be fire. <laughs> you talking about cute. like a beloved son van? Yes. Right. Like like a mystery I machine, like that. but like, like a little that. sunset on it. Honestly, to the vision. Right. Travel places, airports. Bus terminals, subway mm -hmm. stations. That's the best place Matt to be airdropping. Matt's putting out a free game. <laughs> no, like, that. As we've been, like, trying to think about, like, places. Like, all right, coffee shops. Like, you know, little things like that. Just being a little yeah, irritants. <laughs> be careful. You might get airdropped. Right. Right. <laughs> to play us out, here is You Dance 
by Beloved Son. Relax, baby. Relax. Relax. It's the one and only Beloved Son. Beloved. I think they were a dancer. I saw it in their hips. They sent the call I answered. They got me like a hypnotist. Got me like Ladies and gentlemen. They got a hypnotist. They got a 